that's why you should always shake your eggnog. What is going on, everybody? This is the Cover Band Confidential Podcast slash YouTube show. The place for cover band musicians and band leaders to learn how to rock more and suck less. From Atlanta, Georgia, I am Adam Johnson. From Greensboro, North Carolina, I'm Dan Ray. And to my left, your right, depending on how this is laid out, uh, my lovely wife, Amber, is joining us on the live stream. Hey, guys. So we, uh, yeah, we got our, our nogs and our mugs our and our moose mugs. mugs. Doing a little yeah. wine myself, but uh, in principle, I'm with you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we've been very obsessed with this YouTube channel called How to Drink. Mm. And uh, we just watched them do an eggnog shootout. Sweet. And he said, for, uh, for boozy eggnogs, if they're store-bought, you should absolutely shake them in a shaker. So I brought my cocktail shaker down and did them over ice. And he was right. It was delicious. It I mean, it was delicious. It makes it less uh, less syrupy. Good times. So, what are we here for? Why did we? Why did, why did this require a special guest? What is the purpose of this whole operation? Well, we need a tiebreaker for a couple of things. Absolutely. And uh, if there's anybody that I uh, trust as far as like musical taste and input, it is my wife. So, Amber has become our biased third party and tiebreaker. Uh, for the function of this week's episode, which is the worst Christmas songs of all time official bracket. Yes. I am so excited about this. I have very strong opinions about um, Christmas songs. It's good. So. It's good. We should say right off the bat because um, uh, we all know, we all know for sure, the worst Christmas song of all times is Christmas Shoes. There's just no... I agree. It, yeah, it, there's no... It, we're not having, we're not having no. that discussion. Yeah. It already... On a shelf. Yeah. And so this, what we've done here is we put together the Christmas Shoes Memorial Honorary Bracket. It's named after Christmas Shoes, so Christmas Shoes can't participate. Yes, the, the Christmas Shoes Commemorative Worst Christmas Song Bracket. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. So this bracket was compiled based on your picks. So uh, we we reached out on social media. We reached out in the Patreon group. What were your nominations for the worst Christmas song of all time? And man, there were a lot of selections. Uh, some of them I was heavily offended by. Uh, some of them I love a great deal. But uh, we went ahead and kind of compiled them together and made a uh, made a bracket. Kind of talked about the seating, and uh, I think we've come up with a really compelling group. With some really, um, really impressive matches, I think we're going to have some some fun conversations here. So, I think it's time to just go ahead and go for you it. Ready? What do you ready? Right. I'm going to bring it up. Here it is. All right, here we go. Here it is. There's the bracket. All right, let's see here. We're going to put this one up for our own visual reference over here. Yep. Oh, there it is. Oh, look at him, and look at all the ugly sweaters. Yeah. <gasps> wow. It's I a, made that. It's a real piece of work. Uh, it. Mm. Indeed. Yeah. It's a real piece of something. Yeah. Everybody got their notes. Everybody did their homework. Yep. Oh, yeah. I studied. Very proud of you, Dan. Hey, listen, sometimes I put it in. I love it. (laughs) This one required a lot, a a little bit of legwork. Yeah, true. It'll all be worth it in the end. All right, ladies and gentlemen, here are our sweet 16 of the worst Christmas songs of all time. Now, from the previous episode we had said that it's not necessarily just the songs that we are voting on it is particular renditions of particular songs Mm. so if you're looking on the bracket and you see something that you may be like not so sure wait until you hear who performed it Mm. and then maybe you'll agree 
So starting on the top left and working our way down and then across. Uh, first one, run of Wonderful Christmas Time, Paul McCartney and Wings. Uh, facing Do They Know It's Christmas by Band-Aid. So it's the uh, kind of the battle of the uh, 80s super Christmas ballads. Yeah. So are you going to play a snippet or are you going to No, we can't because they'll definitely... Uh, they'll, they'll flag you. Shut yeah. us right down. Yeah. Shut it down. But so we'll have, we'll have um, all of the artists and songs in the show notes you'll want to investigate later because we're just going to cover some amazing material. Amazing. Amazing material. Hey, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Coming in on the next match, we have Little Drummer Boy by Bob Seger and Santa Claus is coming to town by The Boss. There you go. So you got Seger versus The Boss. That's a, that's a really solid matchup, in yep. my opinion. Yep. The next one is uh, cheesy, childish Christmas songs from like the 40s and 50s. We've got uh, Jiggity Jig, Dominic the Donkey, yes. and uh, Nuttin' for Christmas. Both uh, solid contenders for uh, the most annoying Christmas songs uh, ever ever written. Debatable. Following that, we have the contemporary attempt at a Christmas uh, banger. Uh, Santa Tell Me by Ariana Grande versus Under the Mistletoe by Justin Bieber. And that rounds out the first eight. On the other side, we have Last Christmas by Wham against... Same old Lang Syne by Dan Fogelberg. <laughs> That's a particular favorite in our house. Yeah. Well, it's for me, but it's yeah. fine. Yeah. Next matchup is uh, the fresh take on an old classic uh, matchup, which is Silver Bells by Twisted Sister versus Grandma Got Run Over by a Reindeer by Family Force 5. This, I mean, I think this is the matchup. This is the one to beat. This is the, this is the, hey, this could be the title it. fight. It might we're come down get- to it. Yeah. It might come down to this one. Indeed. Uh, the next one, Santa Baby by Madonna. So Santa Baby, bad enough. Hey, hey, hey. Let's uh, keep it to a dull roar. We got a Santa Baby <laughs> by Madonna, its own special brand of hell. Uh, against Funky Funky Christmas by New Kids on the Block. Again, 80s attempts at making something new versus uh, hits on an old classic. And then the Daddy Round. <laughs> which is please daddy don't get drunk this christmas by john denver versus santa looks a lot like daddy by the robertsons of uh, the duck dynasty fame yeah. duck them yeah indeed okay so why don't we start on the uh, on the top left we'll work our way down and uh dan will be filling out the bracket as we go yep. and i note that for uh those in our Patreon exclusive Slack channel, we actually released this bracket earlier today and allowed them to put their picks in. Those, whoever gets the closest uh, at the end of the round gets a free piece of merch compliments of Cover Band Confidential. Are you ready? I feel like I need a sound effect right there. I need like a gentle, 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 something. Well, you know, we'll work on that. Right. Fix it in post. Fix it in free. Anyway. First round, Wonderful Christmas Time versus Do They Know It's Christmas. Your thoughts? Ooh. Are we going to go round? Yeah, also I'll, I'll just I'll just leap into this. Wonderful Christmas Time feels like it was made on a Casio keyboard for about $5. <laughs> um it's kind of the cheapest thing. Although I do enjoy there's this Facebook thing going around about how it's actually about like uh, uh, a bunch of pagans doing pagan stuff and then somebody walks in and it's like, "Oh, it's simply having a wonderful Christmas time." Yeah. Yeah, no, no, nothing to see here. I have seen that one. Um, so I know that Dan feels that 
Wonderful Christmas Time may be the worst Christmas song ever made. I, you know, I, know I, you feel so- I thought that before I researched some of the other fine things on this bracket. I'm now <laughs> not convinced. I feel like I have really just been a true connoisseur of bad Christmas songs yeah. this year. Yeah, you've excelled yourself. Uh, yeah, it was, was really special. Um, so my personal pick on this one is Do They Know It's Christmas? Oh, yeah. I have to agree. I mean, like, death, famine. It's just like... Um, it's it's more the self-importance and the um I mean, do they know it's christmas it's yeah. it, it's ignorant that's uh, fair it, what but also pretentious well also being incredibly racist you know those poor those poor you know dusty africans who don't have water or food and we you know thank god it's them and not you it's like it's horrible it's horrible it's just horrible really really bad yeah um I know they probably raised a bunch of money for relief, and and that's cool. Well, you know, Bob Bob Geldof did say uh, in an interview uh, in 2010 that he is responsible for two of the worst songs of all time, this one and uh, We Are the World. I'm so proud of him for owning up to that. Yeah. It is true. All right, so we're calling it. Do do They Know is clearly the winner of the first first matchup. Yeah. Yes. Uh, honorable mention to the 30th anniversary version, which is somehow worse oh, than the original. Yeah. Uh. yeah. You can YouTube that. You can YouTube that, but I wouldn't if I were you. <laughs> Why would you? Yeah. Okay. Moving on to the uh, the the classic rock showdown: Little Drummer Boy by Bob Seger versus Santa Claus is Coming to Town by Bruce Springsteen. Okay. How's everybody? How, how are we feeling about this one? Uh, I'm going to say Little Drummer Boy. Now, listen, because I am a huge Bob Seger fan, just in general, I, I think it's just in my blood. Um, you know, it's very difficult for me to say this, but I can't get over just the whole performance aspect of Santa Claus is Coming to Town. Hi. Hi, Lou. How's it going? Yeah, I think I just, I th- it's, it's exceptional. He's clearly he's he's giving it everything. Yes, he, he really is. So I, I'm definitely voting for Little Drummer Boy on this one as not great. I think Seeger suffers from the quality of his material on this one. Little Drummer Boy is possibly the worst Christmas carol that there is. It's totally monotonous and one tone and just the same beat for, I mean, he persists it for almost five minutes. Being and Bowie had a moment, you know, it was, it was rough. That was the one take on it I've ever, I've ever enjoyed. This one... It, it got big. Did you see the video of him doing it in the studio? Uh-uh. No, but I bet you there is a lot of clenched fists, isn't there? Oh, like crazy. It's all about the, oh, it's very emotive. He's super, super into this drummer boy. And um, yeah, I can't, he, he does. It's still, nonetheless, it fails to sell it. Wow. All right. So I, um, when I posted Santa Claus coming to town by the boss in, in the Patreon group, uh, they were pretty upset. <laughs> But let me say this. I have a predisposed bias against any song that contains talking. Oh, wait, no. I love talking in songs. Well, no. I like the idea of like the like early 80s like you love the hey slow girl. jam. No, no, no. It's the, hey when, no, when any song starts, it's not, hey, girl. It's, girl? Oh, it's the, the question. Uh? If a song starts like, girl, like, you know, you're about to hear like absolute insanity is, is coming. I cannot um, believe you to were saying that. Yeah. But again, it's the, you guys been practicing real hot. Clarence. Clarence, Clarence, Clarence. you've been practicing real hot, so, so Santa buy you a new saxophone. 
He needed a new saxophone, man. Rest in peace, Clarence Clemens. Yeah. But I, I think I think I'm outvoted on this one. Uh, for um, sure. And and comparing those two songs, Santa Claus is coming to town is easily the superior. Oh ver- yeah, the superior song. But it's like dinner and a show. Like you get the whole thing. I, the, the thing is, is that like in this in this conversation, you want the song to lose because that means the song is good or better. Yeah. Than the alternative. Yeah. So, so just but just to clarify, are we voting for the song that is the best at being bad, or are we voting for like actually the worst song? The worst song. Yeah. But I also think that's a case by case kind of thing. In this oh case, it's God. the worst song. Yeah. Little Farmer Boy, Boy is the worst. Out of here. Of the two, for sure. Goodbye. All right. Moving along, we have Dominic Ooh. the Donkey versus Nothing for Christmas. Listen, wait, I'm going first on this. Please. One. Thank you. So we had Sirius XM for like one year. We were like, we can't really afford it, but we're, we got a good deal. We're going to we're going to get this in our <laughs> it Honda came with the car. Came yeah. with car. Yeah. We're going to try it out. Right. And all of a sudden we're listening to the Christmas station. And I was like, Holly, Holly. Yeah. <laughs> Holly on whatever. And I was like, what the hell is this? Is this real? Am I high? What is happening? I was like, this is a whole song about a donkey. And I didn't realize like it was an actual song, like a real live song yeah. that people like feel very strongly about. But now it's really like endeared itself. So I am not voting for Dominic the Donkey because I feel very strongly that it is now like intertwined itself in our family, you know, holiday season. So I am placing my vote for. I'm getting nothing for Christmas. Mm. Yeah. How do you feel, Dan? Well, let's be honest. They're both kind of low effort tunes. Um, I f- dunk. Yeah, I feel like um, I, I, the notes I made about nothing for Christmas. Um, first of all, I really and actually I enjoyed. I take that back about low effort tunes because the or the orchestration, the the arrangement of it is really clever because it's full of all these like oh sort of. You know, as he describes his exploits and, and like all the bad stuff he did, the the orchestra behind him is like, it's, it's pretty cute. Um, and then I really enjoyed, he's totally sold the somebody snitched on me, like mad about it. So he's, he's sold that really well. So I enjoyed that part, which means that I have to go with Dominic because there was nothing about that that I enjoyed. What? Wow. <laughs> it made me want to eat some pasta. You know what? That's great. But that's not hard to do. Johnson, you can vote against it. It's no, fine. No, 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 no. Because, I mean, I just... do truly, like, this is one of those where I have to, like, vote, like, this is an easy vote because there's a song I like and there's a song I hate on this, in this round. And my vote is nothing for Christmas. Mm. I like Dominic the Donkey. I e-aw, think it, it's, it's, it's unique. Come on. It, it, well, I mean... Well. I feel like I feel like there are dozens of little Italian folky pop tunes that it could be, but I mean, I feel like I'm getting nothing for Christmas is you know this this really bad kid who's like just mad that he got caught. It's true. It's like, true. What are people? Yeah. Come on. He hit a yeah, kid with his true. baseball bat. Yeah. And then somebody snitched on him. He's like, why did somebody snitch on me? Well, yep. because you hit somebody. Yeah, screw that kid. Yeah, all right. So that kid's out. You're right. Nothing wins that round. Nothing wins. Okay. This one is hard for... This next round is, is hard for me because... They can both go as far yeah. as I'm concerned. 
So let's 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 argue them on their merits. So this is Santa Tell Me Ariana Grande versus Under the Mistletoe, Under the Mistletoe by Justin Bieber. So you've got a song where Ariana Grande is potentially talking about screwing Santa Claus versus a reggae song mm. about making out with uh, Justin Bieber. I just ew, all of it. All just, ew. All. Now listen, does do do the relative merits of the videos count? I don't know if if we're rating it if we're rating like which video is better I would say Santa Tell Me is a better music video. Yes. Um I just I don't agree with uh the word shouty being in a Christmas song. <laughs> <laughs> and so early he opens with it. Shouty. Well, it's shouty and, and it's like it's the chorus. Mm. Shouty with you. You hoo hoo shouty with you. Nope. Okay, listen, I don't like either of them, but on that basis, mm-hmm. I, I will say, you know, Santa, tell me. I, like, I feel like that's at least kind of like catchy. You'll catch yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's no shoddy with you. Yeah, it is. It is. Uh, it's an it's an earworm. So I th- my vote oh, is so my vote annoying. is Biebs. Yeah. Okay. Jim Beaver out the door. Jim Beaver. Got to go. Just gotta go. Justice Beaver. Um. Um, and I, I'm recusing myself because, uh, I hate them both and I find them both completely forgettable and I see no point to even voting. So I'll go with what you guys said. Fair enough. I'm almost out of who's dog. So we'd have to like pause and like do like a full, like shaker breakdown. No, it's fine. You want to do it on the show? Obviously you got to do a, I mean, maybe brought to you by. (laughs) He didn't rate ours. That's too bad. Okay. Okay. Moving along, we have "Last Christmas" by Wham versus "Same Old Lang Syne" by Dan Fogelberg. First of all, I'm totally offended that either of these are on here. I don't know who put these on here because I know neither of you put them on here. Yeah, "Last Christmas" wasn't my pick, but I, I mean, I don't. It's not a great song. (gasps) It doesn't change the fact I've got to sing it tomorrow night and like sell it. Uh, And honestly, the best version that I've heard is the version that we recorded that you sang. Oh, thanks, Bill. Hey. On our YouTube channel, if you want to check that out, the members only YouTube channel. So listen, in favor of keeping Old Lang Syne, um, I just feel like this song takes you on a journey. Like, yeah, but it's it takes you on a journey. It's, there's like a beginning, middle, and end. Yeah, but it's a bad journey. So what? Life is hard. Not everything gets tied up in a bow. Sometimes I mean, the snow turns into rain. Turns into rain. Yeah, but like, and she stays with the lawyer dude or right, whoever. But, right, but okay, but let's talk about let's architect. Let's, let's, let's Arch- use this. Yes, yes. thank you. Yeah. I was like, kept her architect. warm and safe and dry, just very reliable. It's a hat he's trick. Very, yeah, you know, he's just very reliable, and maybe he's not, you know, everything, but like, he keeps her warm and safe and dry and reliable. Now, as far as the 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 Fogelbrook the Fogelberg line that the uh, audiences were having heavenly, but the traveling was hell that that tracks. Mm-hmm. Here's my issue. Um, both of them are super repetitive, but sure. if we're talking about repetitive, like truly repetitive, I think old Lang Syne, like by a long shot, by the end of that song, you don't want to hear like ever again, True. ever again. True. I, I have a couple other thoughts. Okay. Go for it. So, um, first of all, um, I couldn't help thinking about her ice cream melting in the back seat. 
Oh, good point. And why? Why are you eating ice cream in the middle of winter? Well, whatever it is, she went to the store. She was in the frozen food. So she was clearly shopping for frozen things. And then instead of taking it home to the freezer, she's like looking for booze with an old boyfriend and then drinking in the car, which is illegal even in the 70s. So it just seems, um, I don't know, I have some some logistical problems. Yeah. I have some thoughts. <laughs> yeah. Um, further, the sax solo at the end is an atrocity. It's oh, pretty wow. bad. Yeah. Dan said that like the ball on your... It is the most festive atrocity. Terrible. Yeah. Yeah. I, the, the final thing I'm going to say between the two of these is consider the music video. Okay, yeah. Look at George Fork and Michael and in like, that gosh damn video in his with, his, with his freaking eyelashes and he's like in the candles. In what the a show. handsome bastard. Yeah. Ugh. You're gonna make it? No, I'm not. Yeah, no argument. I, I vote as old Lang Syne. It's a dumpster okay. fire of a song. Okay. It's a terrible story. Everybody in it is the bad guy. At least we've got George Michael's beautiful, beautiful eyes and f- sparkly feathered hair to cheer us up. Here, and he gets in a snowball fight. Yeah, here, here. That's two that's two votes. We're saying old Lang Syne. Yep, fine. Fine. I'll take it. Done. <laughs> All right. It's so much more fun than watching TV. Yeah, we could, I could literally, we could do this like literally like every single week, no, just like fine. just song brackets. It's like just ooh, break brackets, it, break it down. It's going to be okay. a sub brand of Caravan Confidential, the, the bracket podcast. Love it. Okay, next round: Silver Bells by Twisted Sister versus Grandma Got Run Over by Reindeer by Family Force Five. Y'all, this fresh is, take on an old classic. This is where my notes like really start to turn into paragraph form. All right, well, since uh, you guys, you know, did the research. Yeah, man, some of us came prepared. Hey, some of us have been entrenched in this nonsense for like two weeks already. I didn't need to write anything down. That's right. I knew where I was coming from. All right, Amber, lay it on us. Okay, so here's the thing. I am voting Family Force 5 off the island, mainly because, first of all, it's a total loss of like the quintessential melody. Right. And I literally thought I was having a fever dream when I was watching the video. Like I was like, there's pause, like reindeer pause. And then they're sitting at a table. Why are the reindeer sitting at the table? It's very upsetting. And then somehow like all that came to mind was like, what if Foo Fighters and Beastie Boys had a baby? Yeah. And then like, that was that. And then they did drugs. And then that was the video. And yeah. I was very upset. Um, so I'm voting them off the island. Now, that being said, I listened to Twisted Sister first. And I was like, oh, man. It's pretty bad. It's bad. It's real bad. And I don't see people who are Twisted Sister fans being like, ooh, let me download this. But that being said, the thing that really cracked me up and I laughed to myself was the idea of like gang vocals being recorded by like a bunch of (laughs) Twisted Sister people. Like they're all standing there in a studio like with all their hair and their makeup and their jean jacket vests and they're just like they're they're in it. And and that made me warm and happy. And mm. so I'm definitely voting for Family Force Five off the island. So off okay. the island means that's your that's your vote to move forward in the bracket. That's yeah. Yeah, it's it's actually moving them forward to the next round. Yeah, it's cause it sucks. Yeah. I'm sorry. I mean it was not nice. Well it was just off the island was not a term I was prepared to translate into anyway well to be perfectly honest we you know this is one of those things where you're talking about well this song sucked the least right oh 
because and, and again, this is probably the best weighted match <clears throat> matchup we've done yet. Yeah. Mm. Because each of them is terrible on their own unique merits. Mm. Mm. You can say for Twisted Sister, they did commit to like the standard structure of the, the structure song. is there, the melody's there, like the 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 bones are are there. The foundation is there. It's just what they put on top of it. The other thing is that I remember them doing press for this when they announced it and they recorded, you know, to do a Christmas album, you have to like record it in like the summer. Right. Always. Apparently they were at some they were at like a home studio and they'd have to turn the air conditioning off to record the Ooh. the vocals. So imagine Snyder like sweating his absolute like face off going It's Christmas time in the city. It's just a funny thought to me. Yeah. In my uh, whenever I hear somebody like this having taken a fresh cut at something like this, my, the question that always comes up for me is, was this necessary? Good question. Because I, I was, I was like, are they short on money? Like, what happened? Like, why? why do they- yeah, what's motivating this? And I think for for um, I, I feel like for Twisted Sister, didn't they do a few things like this that were kind of similar in the same sort of clean structural thing, but their style? Well, yeah. So they. Both of these bands made full Christmas albums. I see. Why? So, well, for Family Force 5, it's an excuse to tour in December. Hmm. So that's like a, you could, you then get to do the Christmas tour that does just Christmas shows. Hmm. And so that's a cash grab yep. of a certain time. Um, and I'm assuming that's what Twisted Sister was going for also. Yeah. Well, I'll just say, I, I, as... as personally so like i know that's what they did sure the 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 when the you know main effort of grandma started up on the on the video of it i was watching like the only thing i could say was like why 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 and um the other thing i just want to point out not that it matters one way or the other in terms of my voting but um they both the videos that i found on youtube the i think the official videos of them both have dance of the sugar plum fairy tchaikovsky at the beginning of them Aw, that's interesting. Which I think is like the signal for like it's Christmas time and we're about to mess with you. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I just found that interesting. Anyway, my vote my vote is uh, is that uh, the grandma should move forward on this one. Um, yeah. We all in again. Color Bells just sucks slightly less than the other one. Yeah. It was a lot. Like I'm. That was a, a tough one. I'm actually. I don't think it was a tough one. Like I. Am <laughs> They're both pretty bad. Yeah. That I'm gonna wake up in the middle of the night and be like, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Well, there you have it. All right, moving along. Santa Baby by Madonna versus Funky, Funky Christmas by New Kids on the Block. I think this is like a cut and dry one. New Kids on the Block is terrible. It's a bad song. Uh, yeah. I literally say Madonna, Santa Baby. Starts out normal, then takes a sharp turn into Brooklyn. Sexy baby. But still better than New Kids on the Block. And then it says talking. Why talking? Lots of, Again, talking in the record. Why? Also, it's five minutes long talking i the stopped whole, it yeah the whole thing no the whole well I, I skipped through it i couldn't listen to all of it obviously but it's the same beat and the same sort of we have we have an open mic in the studio and 10 minutes to kill sort of vibe and uh yeah entirely unnecessary and bad and also doing black voice yeah but not great I, not great interesting and again the, the madonna version is terrible it's 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 bad sexy baby yeah. it's it's yeah. not good yeah yeah. Sexy baby in New York. I'm a very sexy baby. Oh boy. Anyway, uh, Funky Funky Christmas gets uh, like on. with a bullet. With a bullet. 
to the in head. My, in my head. Yeah. With, to have it. Love it. Okay. All right, the daddy round. Here oh, we go. Man. Please, daddy, don't get drunk by John Denver versus Santa Looks a Lot Like Daddy by the Robertsons. So I, I would say there are good versions of Santa Looks a Lot Like Daddy. This just isn't one of them. Mm-hmm. No, wait. So I was so ready to hate this one. Like, so ready to hate this one. But then I was like, hold on. I was listening to the lyrics of Please, Daddy, Don't Get Drunk. And he's like, he was seven, and now he's almost eight. I was like, no, John Denver, no. I was like, I would rather listen to Duck the Halls throw out Santa Looks a Lot Like Daddy. At least it's a little bit more peppy. Can we at least acknowledge that this entire album was obviously a cash grab? So? And it sounds... Like, can we acknowledge the entire group is just phoning it in that like, a lot of albums may or may not be for purposes of revenue? Sure, but at least with Silver Bells, like, D's <laughs> giving it everything he's got. Yeah, that's fair. D doesn't, Bob Seger. Hold back. D doesn't hold back in any circumstance. That's so big. yeah, absolutely. That's, I, I just, I've got, I, a, I got a thing with kids singing, uh, I've got fair. a thing with. I, yeah, th- okay. there's. I feel like you're yelling. You're like elevated your volume. I feel strongly about this. Mm-hmm. Okay? I know my ears are like blowing up. All right, Dan, how do you feel? Well, so please, Daddy, you nailed Amber. My initial reaction to it was, I was seven and now I'm almost eight, and that's not how ages work. Yeah. <laughs> this time last year, I was seven and now I'm almost eight. I, you've something's gone <laughs> wrong with your calendar. Definitely eight if you were seven this time last that year. That is the math of it. Um, and But, you know, I think it falls into a really standard sort of country sadness genre. I don't think there's anything particularly, you know, uh, startling about it that way. Um, the thing that bugged me about Santa Looks Like Daddy is that it's just, it's like, it's it's straight up redneck, I saw Mommy Kissing Santa Claus. Same, same concept, same thing. And, um, and it was done in a kind of a generic sort of country banger sort of way that I I don't know, it's not my genre and didn't really speak to me and it could have been any number of songs. Um, so I kind of hate them both, but I think I hate Santa looks like daddy just a little bit more. Uh, for sure. I mean, it's a therapy session. I, I just like, I also have this weird thing about adults writing songs and singing songs from the perspective of, a kid like i want a hippopotamus for christmas i feel like it passes because yeah. you're you're at least trying to sound like a kid but like john john, john. yeah oh. Oh, boy. oh there it is it's drink time i don't need to be showered with eggnog here you go we've shaken this not is, a drink this is exciting so you've shaken it over ice Take it over ice, and it really does it. Like it, it's less um, viscous. Oh, hey, Hey, we're married. (laughs) We are married to each other. I have a a homemade uh, nog recipe that my been in my family for at least four generations, and I did make a batch of it uh, just recently. So I'll try to. Does it require you to like cook the things? No. He's like, no, dummy. No, no, great granddad (laughs) wouldn't have gone for that. No. Okay. No, but I have been making it since I could see over my grandfather's liquor cabinet. It's. Uh, I would really love that recipe if you can pass it along. I can arrange it. Yeah, not a secret. All right, so I think we've decided that Santa looks like Daddy. No, um, sorry. Yeah, please, Santa Daddy. looks like Daddy's moving on. Yes, Santa looks like. Wait, no, please, Daddy. Please, Daddy advances. Yes. Okay. 
This John Denver. Of all the daddy songs, the John Denver one is more depressing um, than it needs to be. Well, yeah, Santa Looks Like Daddy is a kind of a cute story. Please look, Please Daddy is a therapy session. It's like trauma, so. No, get drunk. It's the, yeah, it's the odd lang sign of this round. Do not compare those <laughs> Stop it. Anyway. Lots of repetition. All right, moving on to the, uh, to the next round. Grade eight, or hateful eight. All right, so the next round we've got Do They Know It's Christmas versus Little Drummer Boys. So we've got pretentious nonsense versus... Ra- racist nonsense. Pretentious racist nonsense. Yeah. Versus yeah. earnest uh, cheesi- cheesiness. Mm. It's hard. I, but it, I but think it, the racism wins. Yep. I was thinking yep. that too. Yeah. yeah no. it's really, do that they tracks. know it's Christmas? Those poor, dirty, dirty people. Someone's going to soundbite that. I'm be in big trouble. Yeah. All right. Moving along. It looks like we've got nothing for Christmas versus Under the Mistletoe by Justin Bieber. So you got two uh, two bratty boys. Um, I'm going with Under the Mistletoe on the grounds of Shouty. Shouty, Shouty. Yeah. That's my point. I'm on board. Uh, yeah. I mean, that tracks. I mean, it's it's either that or, or using the word snitch in a... In a Christmas song, but shall Guys, we uh, feels to be more a uh, more egregious. egregious. Yeah. Stop it. Now. <sighs> All right. Man, that went th- these are these rounds are going a lot quicker now, ain't well, they? Well, we've done the yeah, we've done the discussion. All right. So now we have Vogelberg versus Family Force Five, a matchup that probably has never happened before, probably won't ever happen again. Family Force Five. I mean, great guys, super nice, great guys. This just really feels like a wrong turn. Yeah, I mean, again, objectively a worse, at least, at least Old Lang Syne is an original thought. It's a song. I'll say that. Yep. <laughs> I think it's got that over, over grandma. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Grandma, grandma, uh, for the win. Uh, okay. The I, either all right, final round in the uh, in the hateful eight is "Funky Funky Christmas" versus "Please Daddy Don't Get Drunk." Oh. Uh, "Funky Funky Christmas" by I like don't know. no by the same logic. "Please Daddy" is a song. "Please Daddy" is at least a song. Okay. "Funky Funky <laughs> Christmas" is not. You know what? I do want "Please Daddy" to to win. Yeah, those. but you know what? That makes the next round between those two like super hard. <sighs> yeah, because we have two not songs competing against each other. Yeah. Now we have. Whoa. That's tough. It's going to be okay. All right. Final four. It's getting real, you guys. I feel like you're yelling again. Well, I mean, I I think maybe it's... it's, Does he always yell like that, Only when he's super excited. Yeah. It's. I mean, it's fine. fine. Okay. For all the marbles... Well, no, half. Well, no, for, for a trip to the big show... Oh, there you go. Do they know it's Christmas versus shoddy with you? Ooh, racism versus racism. It's uh, it, <sighs> versus appropriation. Appropriation. I I gotta stick with. Do they know? Yep. I mean, because really, do they know? Do they though? Those poor, There's not gonna be a poor, street. poor Sandy people. There's another Luck, sound. Hey, it. man, be grateful it's them instead of you. No right? Kidding, no kidding. Thanks, Bono. There are no rivers except for like the eight in Africa, and no food grows there. Nothing grows. 
But they still bless the rains, don't they? They do, right here in Africa. Yeah, that's true. Oh, man, that was a good one. We should take some time and do the things we never had. Oh, my goodness. All right, so for the for all the for all the marbles we've got do they know it's christmas facing off we've got grandma got run over by reindeer versus funky funky christmas i think funky funky christmas gets why gets the, um because if wait what are we doing grandma versus you're getting loud grandma got again. run over by a reindeer versus funky funky christmas grandma fever dream grandma mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it christmas. still tells a story doesn't it well, here's the thing. Both both are unlistenable, but Funky Funky Christmas is five minutes long. Unnecessarily Why? five yeah. minutes long. Why? Why is it? Why are we doing that? Yeah. And you're talking to me? Like you're ta- talking. Talking. Yeah. Jordan and John, come on. Come on. We got a Funky Funky Christmas going on. Oh, Why no. do you? Because I, my first concert ever was New Kids on the Block. And you know what? It was in November. And did they Took play a bunch of Christmas songs? including Funky Funky Christmas, at the Omni. Yes, they did. You know what they did? Inflatable snowmen and trees came up on the stage. Is that why you remember to get things at the store? Mm -hmm. Because that took up all the brain cells? Uh, I have ADHD. Thank you for for not acknowledging that. I mean, I do acknowledge it. Yeah. It's called object permanence. Yeah. If it's not in front of me, I can't can't remember it. Mm. Except it's long-term memory. What were we talking about? Exactly. Squirrel? Squirrel? Okay, stop it. it. (laughs) Word. Okay, uh, Funky Funky Christmas versus Grandma. I really hate talking. I really hate talking. My vote is Funky Christmas. Me too. Okay. Okay. Unanimous. I'll do it. Ladies and gentlemen, we have reached the pinnacle of the crappy Christmas song, Mountain. Here we have. These are so different. So They're different. so different, but I think we can't rush into it. We cannot rush in. You're right. We All need right. to take our time here. All right. So let's dig into it. Funky Funky Christmas is a vacuum of, of talent, meaning of, meaning of structure, of music theory. It is a it is literally a bunch of children talking over a drum loop. Mm. Now, I'll, I'll say the drum loop on its own, if it went for five minutes, you'd listen to it for five minutes? No, but if it went for 90 seconds and there was something interesting happening over it, the drum loop itself is not a loser. Okay. There's no harmony. There's no harmony. There's no counterpoint. There's a bass line. There's barely even a melody. Is there I one? Didn't even- I didn't get that far. I stopped listening. There, th- well, the "Have a Funky Funky Christmas" is sung. Can you sing it for us? Just a little bar. I think it's. I, but again, the 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 melody in my head versus what I what I literally just heard when we were like reviewing it didn't line up. Oh. I heard "Have a Funky Funky Christmas." That's not that's not at all what it sounds like. It's actually worse than that. That sounds like it like it goes somewhere. This one is not. It doesn't even do that. So what do you do when, when is it, how do you, is there a word for the opposite of catchy? When, when what you catch is the wrong thing? Well, I know people say, use the term earworm as a bad thing, but usually something becomes an earworm because it is, it is catchy. Right. But like something that's intri- like instantly forgettable. 
Oh, roaches are not instantly forgettable. Um, Ear khaki. Kevin Robinson. <laughs> what is it? Colin, what, what, Colin Robinson. Colin Robinson. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Colin Robertson. So yes, I think "Funky Funky Christmas" is the Colin Robertson of Christmas songs. Could be, although it's more it's more abrasive. But after listening to it, do you feel like you had all of your life force sucked out of you? Hundred no. percent. I didn't listen to it. I listened to well, thirty seconds. You saved yourself. That was that was smart. Thank you. Thank you. Did, uh, on, oh. the, on the flip side of it, do they know it's Christmas? Is at least a song. Yeah, song. And it's a horrible and- song that says horrible things about and it added and it and it Im- imputes that the listener is part of the horribleness. Yeah, That's true. Which I don't like yeah, it, at all. It is, it is very othering in its lack in it in its tone deafness. Yeah. So, um, but for its. Contextual tone deafness. It is filled with lots of tones. So many tones, and and that and I do find myself kind of like if if you're going to remember any part of that song, is actually the good part, which is feed the world. That's a good part, and it's got like the big it's got the big vocal stack there. That mm-hmm. sounds pretty cool. We got to feed the world, guys, because they're. Too poor and sad and dusty. Yeah, to feed and their they own selves. They don't even know it's Christmas, and they don't. But it's rough and southy too. You know. Here's the irony, of course, is that the one of the oldest um, Catholic churches was in Ethiopia, and they certainly know that it's Christmas. Well, yeah, Ethiopia is actually like the cradle of civilization and the Christian faith. Oh, that's where they take the yep. pilgrimage. Mm-hmm. It's like people come from all and, over. And it's like, oh, the, I watched yeah, it's the churches that are like that. carved in the solid rocks and stuff. It, yeah. It's really cool. So it's not, it's not just racist. It's also ignorant. Yeah. It's in the Bible. Ethiopia is yeah. like it's Bible, oh. like an ax and all of that. Okay. Stuff. Uh, I'm voting for funky, funky. I think funky, funky, unfortunately wins just on the merits of musicality. I, I'm, I'm going to hold out. Yeah, I, I, I don't disagree. It is a unanimous vote. I will just point out we were looking for the worst Christmas song, and strictly speaking, it is not a song. However, it is put out as a Christmas title, and so we will allow it. The winner of the whole bracket is Funky, Funky Christmas by New Kids on the Block. Woo! Why are we celebrating? That is, I know. Be come like, on. Finally, justice is served. The at, like we, sort of. we have finally done something productive with this podcast. Like Now we have, <laughs> we have contributed... To love it, yeah, to no, the absolutely. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Listen, um, Dan, I just want to say I really love your hat. Thank you, thank you. I'm super into your your uh, antlers. Well, her whole like this whole escape. I mean, was not here last week. She literally was like, "Oh, we're recording this tonight," and like did this as we oh, were yeah. like getting it's ready. It's fantastic. Uh, it's a beaut, Clark. It is a beaut. It's a beaut, Clark. It's a beaut. It is. Wait, I I can't do weather because I'm pointing my yeah. over here. So, um, well, Dan, I just want to wish you a, a happy Merry Christmas. Hey, thank you so much. I hope you know it's Christmas. So, uh, hey, I can I? Yeah, I, I've, been, I've been informed. I don't want to. Sp- I've told me. I'm going to spoil something for you. Yeah. Uh oh. Because it's it's going to be coming your way, but I want to show you something that we 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 got for you. Hold on one second. Oh, no. uh, due to the fact that he has not mailed it yet. Ah. You'll get it. All right. Just probably- I'm excited. 
but it will have to be flat packed and you will have to reframe it. I don't know if you can hear him. Barely. He says that um, he has not wrapped it or packed it. Um, and he's real sorry about that. Oh, all right. I can't send it in a frame because of, well, the mail. Right. Yeah, if you go ahead, just well, I got you. I got you. It's a. It is a patent for the uh, for the Les Paul guitar. Ted McCarty was the person who filled this out. I think it's for specifically the Tunematic Bridge. Yeah, sweet. So that's awesome. That that's coming your way, man. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate yeah. that. This is where I say, "Oh, I have you this," but I don't. So that's it's. I just. Um, <laughs> I've been I've been making making these things and and I need to send them out and some some other people who are who have been contributors to the podcast this year might be getting things as well. Very nice, very nice. Do I get something? Yeah, I contribute. You you are getting something. You're getting lots of things because you know I contributed very much, big time. Yeah. So, uh, ladies and gents, that's going to do it for us. Let's raise our nod glasses. Let's uh, glasses. toast to our. Toast to our progress. We have wait. Toast to the innocence. A toast to oh. now. Yeah. It's a toast now. So are we gonna go? There's those triplets get... in the middle of the chorus, right? That. But oh man. And you got you got goosebumps, didn't you? I did. I just see. Hundred percent. Glad you didn't go for that one. Anyway. Well, folks, thanks so much for tuning in. Anybody who is on the uh, the live stream on YouTube, thanks so much. Uh, this will be out on the podcast channels tomorrow, and uh, there'll be a video, a fresh video on the YouTube to boot. Or you know what? Maybe I'll just let this ride. This will be the video this week, and I'll release the other one next week. And I'll just take the week off because it's flipping Christmas, right? I really appreciate do that. Let's do that. Well, then that's going to do it for us this week. Uh, thanks so much for the support. This year has been... Uh, absolutely wonderful. We have like, we've, we've got, we've had big numbers. Things have been growing. Our community has been fantastic and it's just been a lot of fun. And this is a fun way to, uh, wrap up the holiday season, uh, with my people. Like I, I talk to you guys more than literally anybody else on the planet. So, uh, I'm grateful for both of you. So, uh, Merry Christmas guys. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas everyone. There you go. Lovely. Well, Cheers. that's going to do it for us from Atlanta, Georgia. I'm Adam Johnson. From Gre- I'm Hey, wait a minute. Go, Dan. Go, sorry. I stepped all over you. Go, go, go. I'm Amber Johnson. Go ahead, Dan. And from Greensboro, North Carolina, I'm Dan Ray. You've been listening to the Cover Band Confidential Podcast for the week of December 17th, 2021. Happy Merry Christmas, everybody. And that's how you rock more and suck less. Hey listener, this is Adam Moskowitz of the Van Band out of South Florida. Yes, another Adam. Adams are taking over the cover band scene. Get used to it. Sorry, Dan. On behalf of Cover Band Confidential, thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode. Now I know you want to support this cast, so this is how you do it. You subscribe, you leave a five-star review, you share this episode with your musician friends, and you throw a screenshot on your story. And you go ahead and you follow the podcast on all their socials. You got Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, all of them. These gentlemen, Adam Johnson of Members Only and Dan Ray of the Clinky Lincolns, have graciously given us vast amounts of great content. So as a thank you, go ahead and send them some green energy on 
their Patreon page. For real. Send them some digital coins. And when you do that, you'll get access to the Slack back channel, which is just musicians and band leaders chatting about the craft of being in a performing cover band. The wins. The losses. The behind the scenes. Goodness. If you play at least once a month for money, all I'm saying is break off a few bucks for your favorite podcast that you always listen to. Any questions, comments, hit up the Facebook group, send a text or voicemail to their hotline. That's 404-491-0910. You can also email coverbandconfidential at gmail.com. If you'd like, you can find my band on Instagram, Facebook, at VAMBAND. That's V-A-M BAND. Do it. Seriously, I want to see that CBC bump. Or you can find everything you need at VAMBAND.com. We started in 2019. We play funk, pop, soul, R&B, Motown in Southeast Florida. I play guitar and backup vocals at Adam Moskowitz Music on IG. Also follow the CBC host on IG. That's at Adam Patrick Johnson and at Dan Ray Musician. Or visit Cover coverbandconfidential.com for all the goods. I'm going to go ahead and call it. For Adam Moskowitz in Boca Raton, Florida, that was your outro bumper on Cover Band Confidential. Always be performing! Always be performing!